0: Hi, I'm Jorge Capistani, founder of TennisDrills.tv, and you're listening to the PTM Podcast.
1: Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports i I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTmer known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Well, how do others perceive you? I mean, this is what Jorge Capistani is going to talk about, my special guest today. And this doesn't include just students, but your coworkers as well. But before we dive into Jorge's five types of people or coaches, let me tell you a quick story first.
0: It's story time with Coach Mick.
1: All right. So at a club I worked at in Michigan. Uh, there was an employee there who seemed to always want to throw you under the bus at any opportunity he could. I mean, I'd been on court for seven straight hours one day and a member came up to me in between classes and said that she left a message about a particular class. She wanted to get her child in and was wondering if she could prorate it since the class had already met for three sessions. Now she actually called me three times and she was a bit anxious about getting her kid in, but I told her that I'd been on court all day, but noticed there was room and got her child into class. And then I let the desk know, about the prorated amount, so she was all set. Now at the end of the day, I was checking my email and I noticed that an employee had sent me an email titled something like, please answer your voicemails in a timely manner. Okay, so that caught my attention. So in the body of the email, all right, this employee, and this isn't even the good part, it said something like, Mick, Mrs. So-and-so has called you three times wanting to get her daughter into a class and has yet to hear from you. Please answer your voicemails. Having to call three times is unacceptable. It makes us look bad and it's a potential loss of revenue for the club and so on and so on. Now this person was not my boss or even close to my boss and I knew that I'd already taken care of a request, but here was the kicker. When I looked at the copied to on the email, he had copied it to the club manager, the director of hotel operations, the director of finance, and the general manager. So I sent him an email back and replied to all saying something to the effect because I'm like, great, thanks a lot. And I said, hi, so-and-so, thank you so much for the encouraging email. I did take care of her request before you sent me your email. I was on court straight today and I'm just getting to my email, but I met with her between classes today and took care of her request. We made an extra $120. I appreciate you looking out for me. By the way, is there anyone else I should copy on this email other than the ones you included, possibly in the blind carbon copy to let them know that I have come out from under the bus now? Ha ha ha. So my reply was maybe a bit cocky. All right, it was. And I probably should have sent that after a good night's sleep, but this wasn't the first time this had happened. Think about it. Who really won in that situation? Well, maybe my special guest, Hori Capistani can tell us in today's episode. So let's listen in.
0: And now today's special guest on the PTM Podcast.
1: I'd like to once again welcome back Jorge Capistani, who is the manager at the DeWitt Tennis Center. He's also the PTM director at Hope College. He's also the 2015 USPTA Pro of the Year. He's one of 10 master pros in the world, both in the USPTA and the PTR. And he's a founder of TennisDrills.tv and CapistanyTennis.com. So Jorge,
0: great to have you back again. Thank you, Mick, glad to be here. How's everything going at Hope? it's going great man we're off and running and things are going good and the students are learning a lot we're excited oh it's great to hear so you're gonna tell us a
1: little bit about the five types of people but we can kind of transpose it into the five types of tennis pros
0: yeah yeah so this is a really uh, interesting thing i kind of came up with you know i've been doing this for a while and then um, if you're a ptm student you can kind of think about this as the five types of ptm students But really, it's applicable to life. This could be the five types of tennis students you work with, the five types of people. And here's generally a a little scale I came up with. And I'll start with what I think is the best attributes and we'll go down to the worst. What I've learned is there's basically five types of people. So let's just put on our hat right now as a PTM student or a coach. Where would you fit in here? So the first type of person that I think exists are People who generally, they look for the good in others. They look for the good. That's how they're wired. And they take step two, which is they tell them, right? So that's the best type of person I think you can, they look for the good, they're wired that way, and they take the extra step to actually tell them, you know, so I call those encouragers, okay? Everybody wants to have those people in your life. Then the next level down from that is they're wired to look for the good, but they kind of fail to tell them. You know, they never tell anybody, which is not bad, but it's kind of a missed opportunity. But these are not people who are half empty people. They're looking for the good in general. And now we get down to where we start to get level three is a little bit problematic. These are people who generally are wired to look for the bad in others, but at least they don't tell them. So you know they have maybe a critical spirit, but when something happens, they're always looking at the downside of it, but they're not going and confronting people. And then level four are people who look for the bad, which is already a problem but then they do tell them. So they're constantly going around being critical. They're kind of mean. You might even be able to think of some of these people in your life. Um, So they tell that person or tell others? Oh, well, that's the last stage. So they tell that person. So. Someone that you know, maybe it's a coach from the past or a teacher you might've had, uh, maybe they're that way. They just always look for the bad and then they just go ahead and they tell you, you don't do that, You're not. they're always trying to correct. So that's four, that no one really wants to do well. And these people, I don't think generally succeed that much. And then you have what I think is the worst case scenario, people who are wired to look for the bad and then they tell others, They don't even go to the person. They just start gossiping and they go to the other person. So from top to bottom, let's think about this. As a coach, where would you put yourself? Do you look for the good in people and then take the extra step to tell them? Or do you look for the good in people, but then you fail to tell them, so you miss an opportunity? Or are you the kind of person that looks for the bad in person, but at least you don't tell them and beat them over the head with it? Or do you look for the bad in people and then you go in their face and you tell them? Or worse, you look for the bad in people, and then you go ahead and you gossip and you tell others.
1: Right, because you got a coach who's gonna be, obviously, like even when I coach my son, I say, I'm gonna tell you when you do things incorrectly. I've gotta tell you when you do things poorly. He doesn't like to hear it because I'm not only his coach, I'm his dad, and that's the hard part. But also, I know it's crucial that I tell him when he's doing things well. So I can see as a coach, I'm talking to my student, it might be both things, and just in a little, bubble there but I know like internally at work you've got pros who complain to members about you know oh, we gotta we gotta wear this stupid uniform or so and so did this but also as a coach I like to say hey here's what you did well I like to make sure I tell them that because it's easy to look for as a coach you are kind of critical almost yeah. you're wired to be that way but you still sometimes I even had to do this really make sure that if I'm going to say one bad thing about somebody they say to overcome that you have to say like 10 good things to overcome that one bad thing because people remember the bad thing more than the good thing.
0: Yeah, so that's a great point you make. So you some people say, well, here Jorge is telling us about always looking for the good in people. But I, what if I see, you know, you might be thinking of coaching and I see a flaw. It doesn't mean you don't find bad. You know, when it comes to technique, you might be looking for the good stuff and you might find that there's bad stuff. But your spirit is that you're kind of looking for the good stuff. Right. Um, so here's a powerful kind of question to ask yourself. Where would you be as a person? Where, where would you think you fit? I can tell you without a doubt, the people that succeed in general, I'm not going to say this is hundred percent accurate in general, the people that are higher on that list, they're positive. They tend to go pretty far. They tend to be happy in life. They tend to be successful. The people who are down at the bottom, you know, they're kind of negative and they're gossipy. They don't go as far. Now you can find one example of someone like that. So that's a millionaire and doing great, but this is just general. Right. And maybe a more powerful question, Coach Mick, is where would your coworkers rate you? You might say, oh, I'm, I'm a number two or I'm a number one, but really- Like, no, dude, you're like, a four, get, o- yeah, you, get over what yourself. What do you think your coworkers, that's another way to look at it. And then I also think that this is a great lesson for students, I talk to this with students. As, as your t- high school teammate, and I talk to this all the time, and I'll just share kind of a sad story. We had a recent workshop and I was going over this kind of training, and I asked, where do you think most of your teammates are and unfortunately, most of the hands raised for that fifth one. A lot of the girls that were there that night thought that, you know, really, my teammates kind of look for the bad, and they tell others are gossipy. That's what that team felt like. So that was a, a big problem. So it's just a scale of one through five. It applies to coaching and really any type of person in life.
1: Well, thanks so much, Jorge, for being here. Those are some great points right there. And if we want to learn
0: more about you, where can we find you? Probably the best way, Coach Mick, is to go CapistaniTennis.com. That's C A P. E-S-T-A-N-Y tennis.com or just look us up at Hope College Professional Tennis Management and you'll see all the cool things we're doing there. Well, thanks so much, Jorge, and good luck with you at PTM at Hope College. Thanks for having me. Wow, what a
1: great conversation with Jorge. But I can honestly say that I've been in each of those situations in my life at one point and even in my career. All right, so if I had to summarize this, I would say bottom line, nurture and pay close attention to your character more than your reputation and you will most likely achieve more success, plus have a lot of great relationships on and off the court. Well, that wraps it up for episode 28 of the PTM podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Jorge Capistani. And remember, focus on your character by building up others around you and make sure others know it as well. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area either way go to ptmprograms.com and rsu will get you started and don't forget there's a huge need for quality coaches and rsu wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry and as always if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast please share with them and thank you in advance for your support well i'm coach mick and i want to thank you for listening and i hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the ptm podcast